Well, hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome back to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Thanks as always for the pleasure of your company. A little bit of housekeeping. I know many of you got an email from me over the weekend uh, letting you know that I've gone across to Patreon. Uh, So if at any point you have enjoyed what you have been hearing from me uh, recently or perhaps over many years, uh, it would be awesome if you could come across to Patreon. You can do a quick search for Jonathan Doyle. Uh, There's links, of course, if you're getting this in the email, and I'll try and make sure it's available. But uh, simply going to Patreon and doing a search for Jonathan Doyle, bring up my page, and uh, any support you feel you could offer would be really great. It's a... It's a great way to support all the work that goes into this, the uh, the technology, the research, the reading, the time. So you can make uh, any kind of donation there would be really greatly appreciated. So that's a little bit of housekeeping from me. And uh, let's get into it. Today, friends, is the Feast of St. Justin Martyr, born early in the second century and fascinating character, remained a, a lay person, didn't become uh, a priest or religious, but had an extraordinary impact He's really important because he shows the journey towards faith that comes through all sorts of different stages. So he was deeply formed in, I guess, classical philosophy, in in Platonism, Aristotelianism, and this deep intellectual formation led him on a journey ultimately to Christ. And one of the things that's so important was that he recognized how important it was to patiently I guess, assist and be with people on the journey of faith. So often there's this criticism that, uh, you know, Christians can be fundamentalist or dogmatic. Um, I'm sure that happens. I I don't tend to see a lot of it. Maybe I've been moving in the wrong circles. But uh, there's this sense that, you know, that, that the church stands there and lectures the world and berates the world. But I've often said, you know, that beautiful quote from John Paul II, where he said that the church never imposes, she always proposes. So I guess what I want to say before I actually get into today's main quote, which uh, will be from the philosopher Etienne Gilson, I wanted to just take you through some thinking around Justin Martyr. He was able to really journey with people. He was able to instruct really you know intellectually formed philosophically formed contemporaries of his that they were not so much wrong as they hadn't yet come into the full truth and that their their classical philosophical formation was leading them somewhere now i think this is really relevant for our classrooms because you know you've been around long enough to know that if we stand in front of students and uh demand that they accept the faith i mean um, you know very well how successful that is as a strategy But if we gently and patiently over time help them come to see that their desire for truth, uh, you know, how many young people these days seem to have a desire to change the world? These desires are all implanted within them, moving them towards something if they have good pastoral support along the way from people like you. So this is a quote from Universalis. The, um, the beautiful Catholic Daily Prayer app, talking about Justin Martyr. Let me find you this little bit here. He says, um, When we dispute with other people who disagree with us, we would do well to assume that they too are seeking wisdom and have found truth of a kind. Since there is only one God and one truth, it is our task not to contradict or belittle their achievement, but to show them how their strivings and searches are ultimately fulfilled in Christ. This is harder to do, not least, because we have to take the trouble to understand our own faith thoroughly. 
but it is ultimately more worthwhile. So you see what they're saying there, that basically it's, it's, it's coming to patiently journey with our students as we help them see that their, you know, their, their journey of faith so far is leading them somewhere, that great desire for truth. I'm convinced that a lot of the uh, impulse that we see in our young students around justice and environmental issues, especially for our high school students, uh, some of that is a striving towards goodness and truth. Note I say some of that, not all of it, because I think it's very possible for young people to be hijacked by more political agendas. But you get my point, that there is this impulse in young people to do something noble and significant with their lives, to, to stand for something. So our job here, a little bit like Justin Martyr in the second century, is never to come in and say, this is wrong, you know, necessarily, I mean, look, let me get, let me clarify that. There are definitely times in a pastoral sense, moral theology, where we do want to help young people clearly understand right and wrong. But what I'm getting at is that this journey of development of faith comes from recognizing what they already know. So Justin Martyr would, would debate people, but he would understand their their formation in Platonism or Aristotelianism. He would, he would see that that was driving towards something worthwhile. But then he would try and take them further to an encounter with the person of Jesus. So I hope that's clear enough. What I'm really just simply trying to say is that, you know, our job is to journey with our students and to gradually take what they do know and keep deepening that into eventually a deep revelation of the person of Jesus Christ, in whom is all truth. All right? Okay, now you got it. Now, what I want to do now was just share with you today's quote from the brilliant French philosopher, the beautifully named Etienne Gilson. Um, who was born in 1884 and uh, lived to a very good old age in 1978. But listen to this quote. He says, Let us quietly accept our times with the firm conviction that just as much good can be done today as at any time in the past, provided only that we have the will and the way to do it. One more time, let us quietly accept our times with the firm conviction that just as much good can be done today as at any time in the past, provided only that we have the will and the way to do it. I think this is a great quote because in these COVID times and with so much turmoil again in parts of the world, I think it's very easy to turn kind of into um, maybe spiritual and intellectual preppers, you know, end of the world, sky's falling, let's all just you know, hunker down and just try and get through our own family and daily lives. But what Gilson's reminding us here is that there is no perfect time in history. You know, there was there was incredibly beautifully wonderful good acts performed in places like Auschwitz. There was great heroism and courage and compassion shown in some of the darkest places in human history. So there's no perfect time. There's no day coming this side of heaven where everything's going to be perfect on this earth so he's reminding us that all of us have the opportunity to do good regardless of what's happening around us so there's just as much opportunity today i'm recording this in 2021 just as much opportunity today as there was at any time in history but there's two things we need we need the desire and we need the methodology right so how do we do good how, we have to desire it so this is a deep Thomistic idea that uh, firstly to become holy we simply need to desire it so to do good we simply have the 
We need the desire. We need to ask for the desire to, for the Holy Spirit to inspire us, to encourage us, to want to do what is good. And your vocation as a Catholic teacher places you somewhere where you are going to have an enormously large numbers of opportunities to do good in the smallest ways, in the smallest conversations, in the little moments of patience and kindness and presence. You are never going to be starved of opportunities to do good. It's one of the most wonderful things about what you do. And secondly is the way that we do it. So how do we do it? So, you know, I love when Jesus says that uh, he says, I am the way. So what is the way to do good? Well, the way to do good is a person. What does that mean? It's very easy to rattle that off and it sounds spiritual and theological in a way. But how do we do good? Well, we do good through the person of Jesus. How do we encounter the person of Jesus? Well, through the main helps of the faith, through the sacraments, through scripture, through prayer, through Christian community. So those are the ways that we do it. So if we if we make time for the sacraments, if we make time for the scriptures, if we make time for personal prayer, then over time, Christ is brought more fully to life in us. The Spirit breathes more fully in us. So all we need, as Gilson says, is the desire and the way. And, the, and the, you know, one of the most beautiful things about the Catholic faith is that it gives us these ways, these helps, these supports to allow us to do good. You know, in our own strength, uh, we can do certain number of things, but isn't it true, just by looking at the saints throughout history, that God can take the most basic human life and do something utterly extraordinary with it, the more they draw closer to Him. All right, listen, that's it for me today. So summary, let's be like Justin Martyr. Let's recognize what our students do know, and let's try and take them further. I think that's how we do it. I think we, we recognize their level of exposure to truth, beauty, and goodness, and then we try and take them further, as Justin Martyr used to do. And then secondly, we're reminded by Etienne Gilson that, don't you love how I say that, Gilson, that we have just as much opportunity to do good today as we have at any time in history. And you're going to find that opportunity today. Every classroom, every conversation, walking through the hallways or the, you know, in your school, just a, a smile, a word of encouragement, you know, asking someone, how are they? Endless opportunities to do good. And the way we do it is a deeper encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. Listen, that's it for me today. Please make sure you've subscribed to the podcast, share it with a few friends. And once again, I'd love it if you could come across to Patreon, search for Jonathan Doyle there and uh, help support what I'm doing in any way that you can. That'd be fantastic. All right, friends, my name's Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.